To quote the great philosopher Alan Iverson, we're talking about practice. You are Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, gang, DP here, Derek on Huskers. Thank you for making Lockdown Huskers your first watch. Listen, each and every single dude greatly appreciated. We want you to take a moment. Go and download FanDuel Sportsbook. Go do it. It's midway point of the NBA season. Uh, no sweat. First bet up to $1,000. Go to FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. Um, here's the deal. Bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, easy to use. Um, then you can bet on everything uh, from the money line to point, point scores uh, to threes made uh, in any game. Go do that. No fret, no sweat first bet uh, up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Uh, we are going to cover a couple of things. And the biggest 20 days in the history of Nebraska football, Spring practice. <laughs> and listen, over the course of this episode, we'll, we'll, uh, I just want some things that we have to focus on. And be careful about how much priority and focus we put on various things because we don't know what's coming. We have no idea what's coming. Matt Rule has the opportunity to set the course, which is a Matt Rule thing and saying who we are, right, to, to for him to implement the thinking and philosophy behind one of us, that he gets to provide the first bit of actual resume, not just the social media glam and glitz, not just the sound bites and the workout clips. We're talking about actual football, actual hands in the turf, chest-to-chest, hand-battling, footwork, conditioning. Uh, you get to see the change in the bodies. You'll also get updates on some injuries. And we'll talk about some key injuries uh, that, that we'll get updates on on a regular basis once we get to practice next week. But it is next week that we're talking about. And we are just uh, – we're, we're five weeks away from the spring game. And I'm just saying, for the folks who are here in Lincoln, the other side, there we go. Um, for those folks who are in Lincoln, the energy that's building up, it is a vacuum here in Lincoln, Nebraska. It is a abs an absolute vacuum for folks who are trying to build themselves up into either believing or not believing. Indifference doesn't exist in the space. It's believing and not believing. And what happens over the course of the practice and the build-up to practice, so we'll start to hear, hey, this player is going to participate at this level of, 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 of practice. This person will work on conditioning. This person will work on uh, in, in the playbook. Film study becomes a part of it because now you get, you get actual film footage that uh, can be talked about, released. Uh, this coaching staff actually gets to see functional movement versus athletic movement. And I wanted to spend some time in talking about it because there's last year's tape for every player 
whether they were in high school a year ago, whether they were on the Huskers roster a year ago, whether they were on practice squad a year ago, or whether they were at another university playing the game of football for somebody else in somebody else's rules, somebody else's uh, playbook, somebody else's scheme. But this, this next week will be, be the beginning to see what a Matt Rule team at the University of Nebraska will look like. Some of the jerseys will be different. Some of the workouts will be different. But there's the athletic part of it, which is how somebody moves naturally. Comfortable movement. Athletic arrogance. Those are the, the coaching terms that become a big part of spring practice. How does a person move in full? Putting your foot in the ground, length of stride, hip level, Smart eyes, all of those things are in play. Their drive, uh, their explosive ability in space, uh, their explosive uh, strength in short space, right? Your ability to extend your from your elbow out forward with, with a grasp with 300 pounds or 600 pounds of resistance in front of you. Some people handle that differently, and you get to see it for the first time, and then you get to see it side by side with people that they're competing with. Competition is going to be a big word over the next over the next several weeks because athleticism competes. It allows you to compete. Being able to put your foot in the ground and when you start hearing about 40 times and you're talking about shuttle times, this tells us what's been done, mainly what spring practice is about, is what's been done since end of season to April 22nd. I'll repeat that so fans don't get lost. What pra spring practice is about is what you've done from one end of season to the beginning of spring practice. That's what this tells us. It doesn't tell you how you're going to do in September. It doesn't tell you how you're going to do in August. It doesn't tell you whether you're going to a ball game. So when you're having those discussions, remove that from it. Because that's not what spring practice is for. Spring practice is letting you tell the first thing that we're going to talk about in the first segment, which is athleticism. And then in the next segment, we're going to talk about the functional movement that you perform with and you produce with from your athletic ability. One requires your own personal work and integrity. The other requires a connection to the scheme and the coaching staff. <laughs> They are different. As a, as a coach, I can tell you what I wanted to see at spring practice was how have bodies matured? How have they healed? How have they recovered? Have you improved on, on the tape, the last tape that I saw from you? Did you work on the things that you weren't good at? Or have you only focused on the things that you're good at? I'm okay with either because it lets me know who you are. It's important to know whether you can, when we talk about all coaches treat all players equally, no, coaches work from a matter of trust. And can they trust you to do the work from December to April to March? We're going to find out more of those things next week. Who can be trusted? How much work have you put in? How fully invested in your name, reputation, and resume that you worked on your own in the offseason. We'll pause there. 
Why? Because we got to pay some bills. And I want to say this to you. We'll, we'll go through this. But Bill Bart, March Madness, um, it's here. We know you have a favorite bar or puff. Now we're going to ask you, make it count. Go to build, builtmarchmadness.com, builtmarchmadness.com to vote for your favorite. If you haven't tried them, now's a perfect time. Vote for your favorite or the thing that you, whatever your taste is, and that you want the Huskers uh, to do well in whatever voting is required. Support your team, support your bar. Bar a puff. That is built bar. Uh, the March Madness is here and it's happening. We'll throw a break, come back more here on Locked On Huskers. DP Witchy, we'll be right back. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, gang? Welcome back to Locked On Huskers again. Thank you for making Locked On Huskers your first watch. Listen each and every single day. Greatly appreciate it. Please, if you have not subscribed, subscribe, like, share. Let folks know the content is out there. We're going to ride through. You're going to get a Locked On Huskers every day for the rest of March. And then we're going to give you 20 episodes in April, taking you all the way up to through the spring practice game, April 22nd. And then we'll follow it up with recaps of what we learned along the way. So buckle up. Lockdown Huskers is going to take you through. I want to thank you folks, uh, you know, for making Lockdown Huskers your first watch. But grab your bracket and go listen to Lockdown College Basketball Bracket Breakdown. National analysis, insights from local experts, the Lockdown College Basketball Breakdown has everything you need to make the most informed decisions on your bracket. Uh, find the episode on Lockdown College Basketball wherever you get your podcast, and on YouTube. We were talking about athleticism and spring practice and what you're looking for and the things that come into play. And then what happens next from the coaching aspect and from the athlete standpoint, because the athlete knows how much work they put in in the offseason. Conditioning doesn't lie. It doesn't lie. Now, sometimes injuries have something to do with your conditioning. Uh, your cardio could be, you know what, I've been working on a knee and I haven't been able to extend and okay. To tell you that the surgery and recovery take precedent over the conditioning. If you've been playing the game uh, for most of these young people, they've been playing the game between 8 and 15 years already. There is wear and tear. There are scars. There are healings that are required. At the end of the season, nobody's healthy. So if they've played high school football in full, and if you're playing at, at 
the next highest level that you've played, probably played some extra games along the way. You've pr- played seven on seven, or you've gone to, 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 to lineman camp. So you've done extra work than most people. You are not without scar or recovery. That's just a part of how it works. So no matter who you are, come December, you've got some recovering to do, some healing to do. Sometimes it's official and in full. So you need a surgery. And it's important to take the right amount of time. Casey Thompson being example uh, 1A for Nebraska, that most folks, as they start to ponder what's, what this Nebraska team is going to look like, and the spring is the spring practice is the first look, and the spring game is the first look at what this is. Well, you're not going to see September Casey Thompson in March. It's not going to happen. The surgery took place. The recovery has its steps and in order. His orders, his steps are ordered. So what he can do, and Matt Rule has talked about putting him on a pitch count and making sure that hey, he's not out throwing the ball around. He's not out trying to do that work. There are things that can be done for players who are in recovery. It is knowing the system, knowing the scheme, knowing the verbiage, learning it, uh, going through the mental reps. And let me tell you, spring practice is all about mental reps. My goodness gracious, it's going to be big to sit back and for Casey to be able to hear play called, be able to put it in his mind about what, what the new verbiage sounds like and means. And then for quarterbacks, being able to fire those 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 play calls back off because the verbiage is different than any play call he's ever done in his life. New coaching staff, new system, new core offensive coordinator, new quarterbacks coach. Guess what? All the verbiage change, and this is an install. Spring practice is an install. But what you want to see is the functional movement from anybody that's going to take the field for quarterbacks, right? Arm strength, we talk about arm talent, arm talent. Spring practice will tell you from an arm talent standpoint what it is that this quarterback will be able to throw. What throws does he make in high repetition with high consistency? I repeat that. Quarterbacks, whether he can make throws in high high repetition and high frequency. Can they be consistent in those throws, right? Some quarterbacks have great short game accuracy, but they waver in the long throw. Some people have arm strength to throw that 20-yard out, which is a, a very difficult throw, and their ability to show functionally that they've done the work from December until March to make those throws. Now, Matt Rule and and, and Marcus Satterfield know what this offense is going to look like, or at least what they hope it's going to look like. So this may be an option route throw at a high-volume offense. This could be a wide receiver screen. This could be the quick out throw that has to be made on time. And Nebraska fans, some of you just got the hair on the back of your neck, just wrote, just sprung up because you're familiar with quarterbacks who couldn't make the, that wide receiver screen throw. <laughs> they couldn't make it consistently. So you have to know from a functional standpoint for running backs, do you understand the verbiage? Can you put, can you take that four or five speed, put your foot in the ground, and then come out of friction and hit four or five speed with a quickness? Nobody runs four or five from the eye back position to the line of scrimmage. That's not what you need. Functional talent requires 
what you do at friction and then at impact. Because at impact is where you need to extend your stride and get long with a quickness and in a hurry. <laughs> Functional talent. Athletic arrogance is your ability as a receiver to get your foot in the ground, get into your brakes, sink your hips, uh, change your eyes, right? Uh, the mental aspect of getting a defensive back to look you in the eye or look at your hips and then be able to maneuver from that and still be on time and in purpose. You watch a whole lot of film and video of receivers with the footwork and they're dancing and there's cuteness and it's sexy and it's all those things, but they're still at the line of scrimmage and they haven't advanced towards where the quarterback needs to, to, to have them be when they need to be there. So there are functional wide receivers who can take four steps and get free and create separation. There are wide receivers who require six steps or eight steps to get that same freedom and that same separation. There are those from the moment of impact where they go hand to hand with a cornerback or a safety that they can then extend themselves and be explosive and create separation from the moment of impact to give a quarterback knowledge and a thought that, wow, this guy is free, he's open, I can throw to the spot, and that he'll get there on time when I need him to, prepared for the throw, the, the, the pass to be delivered. Offensive linemen in this space, right, they're guys who look impressive. Physically, they look impressive. Then you ask them to, can you work in friction? Show me those hands. Can you get those hands and then extend? Show me that off-season strength program got you so that when you get your hands on a 280-pound man that you can still extend your forearms and stay in control. Can you punch him and move him? Can you jab him and move him? Can you redirect him with, with breastplates? And can you get your hands to his quicker? Arm length comes into play. For those guys who go and they get those long sleeves, <laughs> those long sleeve collared shirts <laughs> with the 19 neck, but they've got 38 or 39 in the rate in the reach, those people that those inches matter. Can these linemen get those extensions and make them work? But you'll get to see them do that work over the course of the next week. It's important how you watch. And as coaches, what they're looking for is. Does the athleticism translate and show up in their athletic production and their and, and, and functionality? It's really cool to win the underwear Olympics. But the Big Ten is a grown man football conference. And it's very rarely, it's not always about how you look in your uniform or how you look in the gym. Sometimes in the Big Ten, what matters most is function. Can you get the job done when it's required against somebody that's just as big, just as strong, just as fast as you are? That's what Matt Rule and his coaching staff is going to find out. And some of these players are going to find out next week in practice. But we're not done. We'll throw the break. We'll come back. We'll close out. I just want you to figure that out. We're going to go through some of the other positions. Those functional things that are required in this space. And remember, you know, locked on Huskers. We're here for you. We'll do that. Hey, hey, DP here, Lockdown Huskers. Again, thank you for making Lockdown Huskers your first watch. Listen each and every single day. Um, the Fan, FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe. It's secure. Super easy to use. Go to fanduel.com slash lockdown. You can discuss, you know what? You want to know what the, the Huskers uh, 
win over will be. I would imagine that it's somewhere around six and a half. Just going out on a limb. Uh, uh, if you want to talk NBA, go through it. You want to go March Madness, and you want to work on this 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 bracket of yours. Go through FanDuel.com. They will help you look at your bracket, see if it makes sense. And if it doesn't make sense to FanDuel, there's a reason. There's a reason. Um, to close it out, I wanted to to we we talked about offense and, and the defense because it's such a unique function at each position, and we have to get into those three numbers that just are going to ride with us through September. And no matter how we try to avoid it, you can't. Three, three, five. Those numbers are just going to be said at nauseum over the course of the next of the next five weeks. We'll take a break and then we'll get into a full 20-week sprint of three, three, five talk because we won't be able to get around with around it. And here's why. There are all of these players with all of the talent, whether it's a returning player, whether it's a transfer player, whether it's a new player, even if it was a practice squad player, playing in the 3-3-5 under a new play caller with new verbiage and new responsibilities. Now, some of the functional skill of those positions doesn't change, but they become, they all ride at a different priority now. Because in the 335, there are different expectations. Yes, your edge setters have to be aware of how they process. And sometimes they will have internal gap response, inside gap responsibility, sometimes outside. Sometimes they'll be taken on a guard. Sometimes they'll be taken on a, a tackle. Sometimes a tight end might every now and then might have to battle a wide receiver who gets feisty and decides to come down into big man territory and put his shoulder pads into a big dude. Sometimes they're going to have to read a quarterback, depending on where the Big Ten, who they're playing in the Big Ten, and how they like to focus. Because Wisconsin off offense looks entirely different than Ohio State. They have different reads and they have different tendencies. So you have to learn those things. Cornerbacks, look, press coverage against Wisconsin is entirely different than against Ohio State. We know that. We know that that's in play. Different responsibilities for nickel safeties. Nickel corners, we know that in the 3-3-5, sometimes they're going to be run contained, so you're going to need the Buddha rights to come downhill and be a big man for a play. And then in the very next play, they're going to have to be functional in cutting off a quicker, smaller receiver in space, in wider space, and to still be a factor in the run game. But all of these things will be shown in the practice reps, right? Whether Buddha Wright has recovered from his from his off-season injuries. Is he strong enough? Can he play? Can they count on him for 12 games? Can they count on that? Uh, can he can he take the pounding that's going to be required in the Big Ten with Big Ten power rushing? Can he handle fleet tight ends who could actually who 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 match him in in height and size and could still get vertical? And then to still maintain because you're going to play some quarterbacks early in the season who like to put their foot, they'll drop back and put their foot in the ground. Can you maintain leverage? Can you backpedal and keep your eyes in the right space? Can you switch from zone coverage uh, to man coverage? Can you cover a tight end and a wide receiver? You'll get to see these things in practice over the course of the next five weeks. And then what will happen, we'll get, a spring game, April 22nd, we'll get a spring game. And you'll get to see what some of this looks like. 
functional practice, functional work over the course of the next several weeks. It's going to be an interesting run. Again, thank you for making Locked On Huskers your first watch and listen each and every day. Make Locked On College Basketball your second watch and listen each and every single day. You can find it on YouTube or however you consume your podcast. Again, thank you for hanging out with me for this episode of Locked On Huskers. We'll close with those three words we love so much. Go Big Red!